Hello, everyone, and welcome into a special episode of the Irish NFL show. I'm Colm Cronin, and today I am delighted to be joined by a man who has covered the league for a few years, covered the college game, is a Chargers fan. I had the delight of talking to him in the season preview of about the AFC West. I'm glad that I was pretty circumspect on my Broncos, <laughs> but today we are going to talk about his Chargers. Lee Wakefield, welcome to the Irish NFL show. Colin, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I feel like a part of the furniture almost uh, over here. But no, thank you. It's good to see you. Good to hear from you. And uh, yeah, good to be talking some Chargers football. When there's, you know, it's on a bit of an upswing as well. So uh, yeah, it's a good time to get, catch me. Yeah, I suppose I, I'm interested in kind of delving into to that, Lee, because it's been a really up and down year <laughs> for the Chargers. And obviously, yes. you know, we had the good fortune on the Irish NFL show of talking to Tom Telesco um, before the season began. People were very, very high on this Chargers team. A lot of that stemming, obviously, from the moves the Chargers had made, but also mm-hmm. uh, in relation to Justin Herbert and, and his ability as a Chargers fan. What has the 2022 season been like thus far? Like I think you summed it up, a roller coaster is definitely one way to frame it. Like you say, it came in with a lot of expectations and that expectation is almost, for me personally, weighed on the season a little bit too much. I mean, we're possibly a win away from sealing a playoff, you know, a playoff spot, but it doesn't feel like it. It hasn't felt like that positive energy from my point of view. And I think that's because it was weighed down by the circumstances of having all of that expectation on us and you know, potentially maybe getting a bit too far ahead of ourselves, thinking that we might be challenging the the real top echelons of the AFC and maybe the, the whole NFL. Um, I'll take you back a couple of weeks ago, though, to kind of come to the crux of the season, in my opinion, in, in the fact that when we were lining up to play the Dolphins a couple of weeks ago, I personally, and I think a lot of Chargers fans were, were much like this in the fact that we were ready for a loss, really. We were ready to, to be beaten by the Dolphins and beaten fairly handily, in my opinion. Um, but it turned out that we, we we won quite handily and we won quite in nice circumstances. It was a closer game on the scoreline than it actually was on the field. You know, and then we followed up with a nice victory last week against the, the Titans and the defence playing really, really well in both games and and kind of not so much out of the blue, but maybe against the grain a little bit. And those two see those two wins have just flipped the season on its head, really, in terms of how we're feeling about it, because the whole of the Chargers fan base now is, is like I said before, on a much more positive sort of mindset and everything's on an upward swing. So like you say, I mean, I've just kind of summed it up in a, in 30 seconds there for you, that, that how much of a roller coaster it's been. It's been up to down to, to back up and seemingly we're getting healthy at the right times and, and some you know defensive players are really playing well and making that unit play a lot better as a whole and uh, you know going into the playoffs no one will want to play Justin Herbert so you know we can kind of see where it takes us but I'm just trying to enjoy the season personally now because I feel like I've wasted a lot of the season being kind of down on a lot of things and giving Joe Lombardi a lot of stick and you know to a certain degree Brandon Staley a bit of stick as well but maybe uh yeah maybe we should give them their dues when they're leading us into the playoffs for the first time in a few years. Yeah, can I ask a bit more in, especially in relation to Lombardi, and possibly in relation to Staley as well. I can say uh, that one of my colleagues on the Irish NFL show, Brian, is not uh, Staley's biggest fan. He thinks yes. he, you know, pushes um, the the boundaries a little too much. That to me, I I can I get that. Uh, I, that I'm less about that. I'm possibly more on. Uh, and look, he's he's they seem to finally be getting the run defense together mm-hmm. more, but. 
the the Lombardi stuff is that I suppose and I, I'm interested and, and we discussed this a little bit on the um the Bolt Up podcast previously, but Herbert to me is phenomenal, right? Mm. And oh, it yeah. just feels a, a little bit that like and, and I'm somebody who I'm I am I, I'm not high on the weapons that he has, but it just feels like you know you're you're refusing to go into fifth gear here you're constantly in third gear and as a Chargers fan like is this that I'm that I'm only catching glimpses of the the Chargers or like what is the what is the the feeling amongst the Chargers fans and if it is the case why when you have a QB like Herbert who can do anything like that pass the the other day along the sidelines where he zips it in Mm. like there's there's, a, you know, a, a handful, there's five guys who can make that throw and put the power on it necessary. Yeah. yeah. But it, why is he not allowed to go and do that all the time? <laughs> I think I think the, the problem is almost in almost three parts, I'll say. And I think the, the biggest part is what you've kind of hit on in the fact that a lot of Chargers fans' frustration is with Joe Lombardi, the offense, the way he almost requires everything to be absolutely perfect every single time. And we're trying to do that with you know the likes of John Dre Carter, no disrespect, and guys further down the depth chart than that. And it's just not possible. You know, it's really, really difficult to be perfect every single time, especially when for a large portion of the season, we'll never know, I guess, how much of the season he was affected by his rib injury. But for a large portion of the season, he was affected by a rib injury that was quite publicly known. And it, you know, it was fairly obvious for a few games, at least after that. But Joe Lombardi's offense just doesn't seem to want to push the ball vertically. It's a very uh, horizontally based offense, wanting to get a lot of horizontal stretches. And it's it's just not conducive to having, like I say, a big arm quarterback and uh, receivers like Mike Williams as well, who really, you know, thrive down the field. They're not the sort of players who will want to, you know, kind of run across the field and kind of, you know, try to stretch those things. That's more Keen Allen's game and, and sort of you, you receivers like that, I guess. So Lombardi's offense and, and kind of everyone online kind of wanting the Chargers to push the ball downfield a little bit more is a massive crux of it. Because like you say, it kind of feels like we're playing with the handbrake on a little bit. Whereas if we had someone with a bit more creativity in the play calling, maybe a little bit more vertical passing, we could maybe unleash like a, a lot more in this offense. And, you know, Justin Herbert's second in passing yards in the league. So he's obviously not doing too terrible of a job in that. I think the second point is kind of what I alluded to a second ago in the fact that we had so much expectation in the season. However, you know, injuries seem to hit the Chargers again. And it's kind of one of those things where two things kind of most annoying for me as a Chargers fan are the fact that we always are off-season darlings. And I'm kind of bored of that label. I kind of want it to be proven in the off-season. Maybe we're getting to that a little bit. I don't know. But, you know, and then secondly of all, uh, you know, the, the thing about injuries just always crops up and it always seems to be the biggest players that get the injuries. You know, we've seen Durbin James, Bosa, uh, obviously, like I say, Herbert getting a, a bit of a nick up as well. So I think kind of those frustrations are not just for someone who is kind of looking from the outside, looking in, or is just kind of taking glimpses of the charges. It's what we're all feeling as well. However, is it getting its vindication though? Because obviously we're, like I said, on the crux of a playoff spot. And, you know, we had a top five offense last year and, um, you know, things seem to be going in the right direction. I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. It does feel like one, I won't say a positive that can come out of this season in terms of like someone losing their job, because it's not very, very nice thing to say. But when we were kind of looking at that Miami game thinking, well, if we lose here, then, you know, the, char- the, the Chargers are not going to make the playoffs and, you know, changes are going to have to be made. 
one positive from, my, from the fans' point of view that might have come out of that was Jovo Lombardi wouldn't be the offensive coordinator anymore. However, you know, if we make the playoffs, probably not going to make another swap. So I don't know. Maybe we're going to have to buckle up for another couple of years. But yeah, it is, it is really frustrating. Just that's, that's the long and short of it. The, the fact that it does seem to be that he could kind of be doing a lot more with the talent that he's got. And the third point of it, really, really quickly, because I understand I'm going on a bit of a monologue here, is the fact that I don't think Justin Herbert is really very, you know, risk, is he not a big risk taker? He's quite risk averse as a quarterback. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things as well where I, I don't think he's completely blameless because I think his play style is one of a sort of risk averse quarterback in that in that sense as well. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting point. And, uh, you know, I, I suppose it... It won't be maybe until there is another OC in there that we see if that is the case. And I, I'm, mm. I am fascinated um, if, if that is the case, because like tools wise, he has ever like you look around, especially the the AFC. And I, I would say um, and, and, you know, I'm sure Dolphins fans would disagree, but I would, I, I would say. Uh, you know the Bills aren't going to swap their QB right because Josh Josh Allen is yeah. he's that their identity. The Chiefs obviously with, with Mahomes, the Bengals um, with uh, Burrow, and possibly now the Jags with um, Trevor Lawrence growing mm-hmm. into the role. But outside of that, everyone else in the AFC would want uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, right. Um, so it it's just interesting, and I think it will be fascinating to see. Um, what what happens with that? Now you mentioned something interesting uh, in terms of being kind of the the off season darlings or the preseason darlings, and I'm just interested in maybe delving a little bit more because I feel for me from that's the national media with the Chargers, right? Whereas yeah. I get that I get that I see it with the Broncos with more on like um, maybe team affiliated media or local media and kind of the team maybe putting a bit of a squeeze you know put the optimism build it up amongst the fans you just you want you want fans engaged you want them to feel it but it, it doesn't feel like you now obviously this year it changed with Russell Wilson but outside of that like I mean <laughs> we're 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 a mere kind of what 18 months away from Kyle Brand saying the Broncos didn't move the needles whereas every <laughs> every single season the Chargers are and I'm, I'm just wondering like where what do you think because it, it doesn't seem to matter you know, Herbert is there, but before Herbert, you know, with Rivers. Um, and it didn't seem to matter what would happen during the year <laughs> or the fact that the Chargers wouldn't go deep in the playoffs. Uh, like, what, what, is, what is that experience like, A, as a, as a fan, and, and B, why do you think it is the case? I think in more recent times, to kind of answer the second part first in terms of why it's the case, is I think, obviously, not to... Uh, quote and to kind of parrot the recent thing that's been going around of um, social media quarterback is you know the, it is it has got a grain of truth in it that Justin Herbert I mean you mentioned obviously an incredible throw quite recently there is one or two wow throws a game and we can't escape that and it does look great on social media so there is that there is the highs that are extremely high during you know the Chargers games and that sometimes gives people a little bit of an inflated sense of how good the Chargers are potentially for the people who don't watch Chargers every every sort of week and are not involved in the division in, in that sense as well. So maybe there is a, a grain of truth in that, in the, in the fact that, you know, we do have some very good players who have very good sort of highlight reel kind of potential, both on both sides of the ball, but my ad, it's not all about Justin Herbert in that sense. You know, 
maybe the fact that they're in a big market media-wise now kind of plays into it. The uniforms look good. It all seems great when the football's not going on. Do you see what I mean? It's one of those things where it's all about aesthetics. And, you know, I also think outside of the Chargers, you know, we've got the Chiefs who've won the division now, I think seven years in a row. Obviously, they clinched it again this year. People get bored. People get bored of the champions being the champions over and over again. And someone does want, I think, media-wise, someone does want to knock Patrick Mahomes off that perch. And obviously, we all thought it was going to happen this year with Tyreek Hill leaving the building and, you know, the Chiefs going through a little bit of a change of the guard, you know, especially kind of focusing more on defence in the draft and things like that. But it's not happened. And I don't know if that's a, that's a part of it as well. And, you know, kind of... It's kind of silly to bet against the Chiefs at this point. I certainly didn't do that before the season, as we kind of know. But I think that some media members kind of do want this to be a new kind of, you know, someone fresh uh, on, on the scene. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's kind of all the things that play into it. As a fan, it, it's kind of frustrating because, like you say, it's more sort of national media. I feel like the guys that cover um, the charges locally and things like that, and, and fans in particular, fan podcasts and, and the like, we don't get sucked into it too much. We're all kind of in the same sphere as what I was talking about earlier in the fact that we just want them to be kind of that good on the field, let's say, and kind of put their money where their mouth is for once. And, you know, there is other things that go into it and we do get carried away in some senses with deals like Khalil Mack and spending a lot of money in free agency. So that's all part of it as well. And that's all really exciting as a fan. And on one hand, it's it's bad because like I say, you don't want to get sucked into it and you, you kind of, see it as what it is in terms of they kind of almost build them up to knock them down maybe but on the other hand it's also good because I feel like at least the Chargers do get some respect you know we saw last year not so much this year but last year they had the most players sent to the Pro Bowl for example we know that Pro Bowl is a popularity contest at the best of times you know and it's good that the Chargers are talked up in the off season so there's, there's, there's that sort of side of it as well which is maybe a positive so yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a lot of things I think and um, it's got its positives and negatives but yeah like I say it's all about on the field and hopefully showing that over the next three games and then into the playoffs will make a lot of things better if we at least win a playoff game this season maybe yeah I think there's possibly a PhD in fan culture around different <laughs> uh, different teams and, and, and how it plays out both in the national media local media and and so on but the the Chargers obviously in a, a situation facing into their last three games now you know above above 500 and you know with the the opportunity really to to have a decent chance of winning out you you would have to to say when you consider that it is the the Colts who were on their second head coach and their third quarterback of the season <laughs> the, the Rams who we heard earlier this evening that Aaron Donald is likely mm. done for yeah. the the yeah, year um and when I am saying that I think the Broncos will beat the Rams, you know, um, the, the, that tells you where the, where the Rams are at. And I think there's a lot of soul searching to do for them in the offseason. And then obviously um, the game at mile high. And I suppose, you know, kind of looking at the three and obviously this is the, the game uh, against the Broncos at mile high could be pivotal. And Last year, I I was there in Mile High. The Broncos weren't doing, uh, you know, I were doing awfully at the time. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers rolled in, and the Broncos were able to steamroll them in in that. I, I'm wondering, kind of, you know, looking at the three games and looking at it at the level of of pressure and expectation. 
because I think the Chargers, as you said, they, they, they've come into form at the right time. They have players kind of returning and there maybe isn't an expectation that they're certainly, I, I think, favorites for all three games. But as a, as, as a fan, but I would say, you know, a, a more more objective than, than many, <laughs> like what what are you looking at in the, in the three? Do you, do you think they are going to win all three and, and go on to, to the playoffs or if there what if there is to be one of the three that you think might be more dicey, which is it? Oh, it's it's certainly the the Broncos game because, like you say, if that goes down to a win and you in scenario, you know, as you well know, the Chargers don't have a great record at mile high, and you know, in a pressure game in the last game of the season, it's all on the Chargers to perform, and the Broncos are just going to love playing that role as party poopers, aren't they? That's that's the thing. But And I can see your ride growing, growing as I'm saying that. <laughs> um, but, you know, from my point of view, like you say, you kind of almost said a lot of it for me in the fact that it's the Jeff Saturday Colts without Jonathan Taylor, you know, and playing Nick Foles at quarterback on Monday. It's um, the Baker Mayfield Rams who look absolutely atrocious, as you say, Aaron Donald's not playing, another boost for the Chargers. And then it's the Broncos, albeit you know in a place that we don't like to play but you'll say yourself and you'll be big enough to admit that the Broncos have not been great this season by any stretch of the imagination and the Chargers should be rightly favoured in all three games however it's one of those things isn't it where you almost look at it and think well we can't mess this up surely you know because it's it's pretty much two out of three you should be there and I just hope that we get it done in those first two games and we don't have that big pressure uh, going into that final game at mile high. Yeah, Patrick Sartain might be uh, waiting uh, to <laughs> to spoil the the party on that one. All right, he he certainly seems to uh, to in, enjoy that. Though I will say, Lee, it is quite telling, right? When you're saying the Jeff Saturday calls, and obviously they, you know, they're they're starting Nick Foles and the Rams, and they're starting Baker Mayfield, <laughs> and the Broncos have QB one, and you're not worried about Russell Wilson at all. It's the defense <laughs> that is yeah, that is very very done, telling right. as to where the Broncos. Broncos are, are at and the situation that they find themselves in. I think there'll be um, plenty to talk about in relation to that in the off season and, and what might happen there. Um, Lee, I, I want to thank you uh, for jumping on and, and chatting uh, the about the charges. I mean, I, I, I think it would be really interesting to see Herbert in the playoffs uh, mm. in terms of taking that next step in his development. I think yeah. as a fan of the NFL as a fan of football um you know I, I want to see the best QBs in the playoffs as an AFC West fan maybe <laughs> uh not 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 That's necessarily the case but <laughs> I, I do I do think that the playoffs you want to see the best and you want to see them duel it out and you know no matter I think who you're a fan of you want to see games like you saw last year between the Chiefs and the Bills mm, and that, absolutely that's yeah. the type of stuff that is just fascinating to watch for for anyone listening, Lee, who wants to to hear, uh, to read more of your stuff or, or just, um, you know, follow you, where is the, the best place they can do that? So at the moment, I'm a bit of a, a free agent in terms of podcasting and writing. I'm popping up every now and then in little places just like this. Thanks for having me on, Colin. Much appreciated as always. Uh, but the best place to find me is on my personal Twitter account, which is at Wakefield90. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see where I pop up next, I guess, over the next few few weeks and months come the off season. 
Well, uh, I can definitely advocate for Lee. He's a, a good guy, a great follow, and very knowledgeable when it comes to the sport. Lee, at this point, all that remains is for me to wish you a very happy Christmas and look forward to chatting to you again uh, in 2023. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, same to yourself and your family. You have a great one. And uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to come on anytime that you'd like and talk Chargers, talk Broncos, talk NFL. But yeah, thanks again for having me. I've much appreciated. See you soon.